Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, welcome to Hollywood Crime Scene. Hi, this, I'm Desi. I'm Rachel. <laughs> Do you think they know by now? I think we still have to say it okay. for the noobs. The noobs. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, well, this is our uh, mini-sode uh-huh. for this week, and we got a bunch of things to talk about. Okay. Uh, first off, we are going to give our Game of Thrones recap. Don't worry, guys. There's only two of these left since the show is sadly ending. Right. So what did you think, Rachel? Well, I watched it with you. And I think I don't I don't think I have any like super controversial like hot takes about it. Basically, I really definitely wish that um, Cersei had more to do this season. Look, I mean, no one is more attuned to like standing in front of a window drinking wine than me. (laughs) Right. But it's like a little bit more. I feel like a few episodes of her staring off into the you know, kingdom, drinking wine. Like, that's how I would rule. Right. But I'm not, like, a great character for Game of Thrones. Because <laughs> I would just give up and be like, take the fucking throne. I don't fucking care. Like, leave yeah. me be. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to fuck my brother and drink wine. I mean, <laughs> like, she could have just taken all her money and moved to Casterly Rock. I don't know why, what her motivation to fight was. Like, if that's all she was doing. I, I mean, mean, I think she really thought that Danny would not torch the town. This season really needed a few more episodes to sort of build to that more correctly. Yeah. I think, I think that's what everyone kind of thinks. It sort of feels rushed. Yeah. Even though we all kind of knew she was going to go crazy at some point. Right. It does just, it does feel rushed. Um, but I mean, looking back, she was sort of killing people a lot. <laughs> yeah. And like asking people to bend the knee, like all of it was kind of leading up to it. It didn't really bother me that much. I was more bothered by Cersei dying that way and just yeah. not really having a big, ending for her that sort of bothered yeah. me more and i will i mean i know it's like okay there's one episode left but like that's one episode without cersei cersei's like definitely one of my top five characters right. on game of thrones just because she's evil doesn't mean she's not still an interesting character well my friend was like i don't believe she's dead like he's like she could still that's be alive what, yes. and i was like thank you please let that be true let her climb out of the fucking rubble that happens it does people are saved from the rubble days later john like, snow fucking came back to life we yeah. don't know what could happen so that's kind of what i'm hoping well, she kind of bol- you know buries herself or takes herself out of the rubble right gets jamie's hand off her neck or whatever the hell's going on <laughs> under there look i have a lot of fantasies about what's going on in that rubble yeah none of them are probably true but if i was there they'd be true <laughs> Look, I responded to that tweet from our friend who tweeted, we don't know if she's dead. Yeah. I, I also responded to that because I said that's what I thought. I thought maybe she's not dead. It's possible. And, but then some fucking party pooper responded, and he was like, well, if you look at the post-show interview, she should have been Oh, I saw that. And I was like, well, maybe she's just talking about exiting the show. We don't know that. Also, just- they wouldn't give it away. Yeah. I mean, come on. 
I'm not listening to that nerd. I'm not listening to that guy. I think yeah. he follows both of us, but I'm not okay. listening to Whatever. you. Whatever. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I'm looking forward to next week. The and... other thing was that I wrote down in my notes, rest in peace, Varys. I loved him. Varys. 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 Uh-huh. Uh, I love Lord Varys. He was also one of my he favorite characters. He got thrown characters. under the bus. He got majorly thrown under the bus. I will definitely miss him. He was the quintessential messy bitch who lived for drama. And I am kind of upset that he made it all this way to get taken out like that. Yeah. But, I mean, that was a clear indication that Danny had lost it, too, because it was, like, a little over, to- over the top. I mean... Also, no one fucking betrayed her. It's the truth. Like, John is right. the fucking not legal heir. Like, right. He, like, the idea that no one's supposed to tell anybody that is insane. Like, right. So that wasn't, like, a betrayal. Everyone else was fucking... Like, he didn't get that information unless someone told him. Why like, doesn't she kill Bran? Oh, no, we don't want to put that in the universe. Why? <laughs> <laughs> I'm I mean, just saying a lot of people told a lot of people. Right. That's why you can't tell a secret because everyone's going to be like, okay, I'll only tell you. <laughs> and then we know what happens with secrets. Yeah, who told? I forget who told him. And then who did Varys tell? Because I know the first people who knew was Bran and um, Samwell and then John. And then they Sansa. all found out together. Well, all the Starks found out. All the Starks found out. And then Sansa told Tyrion. Yes. Did Varys even really know? I mean, Varys yeah. knows everything. Yeah. So. so he just like found it out. It could have been behind a tree <laughs> eavesdropping. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> when John what... told the Starks. I just don't know who he told that got Danny mad. I mean, I guess it was a lie. I don't think that they told, but do you remember that scene? It was in the episode prior where Tyrion and Van- Varys were talking. And Tyrion was like, you're committing treason right now by even having this discussion. Because oh. Varys was like, she's not the rightful heir to the oh, throne. Oh, so it was just them talking. Even them, even him suggesting that she wasn't the rightful heir was but like... But it's a fucking fact. Like, Danny needs to get a grip. I know. She needs to go. I, mean, I fucking hate Danny. It's fine. John doesn't even want the Iron Throne. Like, she should have just fucking chilled out. Yeah. Well, now he's going to want it. Yeah. Because what else are we going to do the last episode? <laughs> no one else wants I it. I just want to see uh, a great fight between Sansa and Danny personally. It's got to happen. Yeah. Because otherwise I'm not interested. Totally. So anyway. Uh, the other thing I wrote was Darth Mountain. That refers to when we finally see the mountain's right. face. It was like. Who a- I called Zombie Varus. Because he looked like Zombie Varus. He did look like Zombie Varus. Yeah. That was the iconic moment of the show when he killed <laughs> that guy. When the hound? Cersei, no one said he killed Cersei. Oh, so. oh, oh, when he killed... What's his name? Quagmire? I have no yeah. idea. Kyburn. <laughs> it's Kyburn. Ky- sounds like okay. a kind of health bread. Yeah. <laughs> that was hilarious. I did... I, like, actually laughed out loud. I did, too. When he... We, we were, oh, were, were we at together? my house. Yeah. <laughs> so you know it's true. It was, I burst out and I was like... Bleh! It was <laughs> fucking hysterical. And the other favorite mo- moment was Cersei just, like skedaddling out of there yeah she like was that like, was literally me my whole childhood i was like i'm gonna get out of here while my parents beat the shit out of each other bye guys i'm going to school like trying not to be seen that's me it was it was a good moment yeah it was um good. so there was good up good moments i'm not signing the petition for hbo to do the episode over that is so extra like we have real problems in this country you guys Seriously. come on get it yeah. together get your get your act together get your priorities you straight nerd losers. and i'm I, i'm someone who like has some you know, things, dumb things that I care about, but that's like next level. I'm not going to sign a petition for anything. Seriously. Well, for a TV show, I'm probably not going to sign a petition. Even for a real thing. Cause it's like, I don't know what those do. <laughs> do they do anything? I don't know. I don't know if they do anything. Okay. Uh, do we have any series finale predictions? 
Like what you think is actually how they're actually going to handle it. I think the Starks it. will band together to take down Danny. Yeah. Uh, and I don't really know. Maybe they'll do something like the Iron Throne, like destroy it. Well, and say the, that no one is the ruler. Do you know what I mean? Here's like, the thing. We didn't even see the Iron Throne. What happened to it? Did it get burned oh, by right, dragon fire? Also, why does it matter if you actually have the throne? Like, it doesn't really matter. It's just a symbol. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you, you, it's not like it's not like musical chairs. <laughs> like, who sits on it first gets to be the king? <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, it's symbolic. But the best take I saw, the best Game of Thrones take I saw was somebody said, I hope they, I think they should put the Iron Throne out into the sun all day so that whoever has to sit on it gets their butt really hot. And <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Someone's thinking overtime. I said that's the best Game of Thrones take I've seen. I like the one where they're like they're gonna put uh, wheels on it for Bran. <laughs> oh, that, yeah. Uh, but that would be a really heavy wheelchair. I'm imagining. Yeah, and Bran doesn't. Bran's a three-eyed raven. He doesn't Ugh, care. He's no. so he's like he above all yeah, that he's shit. He's above it. He's above it. So yeah, I don't know. That's kind of my prediction. The Starks will kind of band together because if you have to pick a hero, it is the Starks of this show. Oh yeah, they've always for sure. Been, like, they've the always been the honorable, noble, and it's been set forth by Ned, my daddy, and my boyfriend. Dude, <laughs> Ned fucking Stark, a real one. He's yeah. Let's pour one out. Let's pour one out for Ned. Fucking I'm gonna Stark. pour my diva cup out for Ned. Stark. Who who would? Okay, I guess we'll talk more. Next week, let's talk about our favorite. Let's get together let's our have favorite a list. Okay. Favorite Game of Thrones moments throughout the series. Okay, that's I'll what we'll do for it. next week. Got okay, it. all right. So let's move on to updates from uh, news, true crime updates. Uh, this week, actress Felicity Huffman pled guilty in the college admission scandal. Now, this article is from the Washington Post from yesterday. So, uh, Felicity Huffman, she pled guilty Monday to fraud conspiracy in the college admissions bribery scandal. Now, it was recommended uh, by the prosecution that she get four months in prison. And she will also be ordered to pay like $20,000, I think, in a, in fine. And her sentencing is in September. Oh, that's such a long wait. Yeah. Do you think she's going to get time? I don't think she is. I mean, she's a rich lady. Who knows? Right. Um, but I feel like Lori Laughlin. we should all save up our time for her. Yeah. She should get the most time because yeah. she's fighting it. And yeah. I would love to see her be taken out in handcuffs and crying. It it's was. just a fantasy of mine. <laughs> like, I don't feel that satisfied if Felicity goes to, to jail because I feel like she is really upset and sorry about it. Also, she just paid to get someone to take the test. Like, she didn't spend... Like, didn't Lori Laughlin spend, like, a million dollars to get her kids into... And she did, like, fake photos of them on the rowing team. It's, I just feel like that's so extra. It's like, you need to go to jail, bitch, because you were unremorseful. Right. I believe Felicity Huffman made a mistake. Uh, obviously, I think a lot of people shouldn't be going to jail. It's not just, like, her. Like, I think a lot of people should not be in prison. But this is an insane thing. Put, put her in, like, a fucking work... Whatever. Like, make her do some, like, charity. fucking charity work. Yeah. And, like, help people who really fucking need it. Like, that to me is more valuable. In fact, yeah. I think a lot of people should not be going to prison. They should be doing whatever. Something good for the world. Right. It's kind of a waste of time. So if you're going to make a show of it, use Lori Laughlin. That's my <laughs> fucking opinion. Well... Because she's unremorseful. Like, no, yeah, she is. And I also think knowing how much Lori Laughlin spent to fake get her daughter into college... And knowing how like how much mo- that money could have done for the homeless 
population right. in also, Los Angeles. Also, her daughter didn't even want to fucking go to school. Like, I know. That's what's so irritating. Like, for me, Felicity was like genuinely like, my daughter's stupid, but I love her. <laughs> I want to get her into school. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's like something more you can see, like being like, well, maybe I'll just help her get this test. Do you know what I mean? It's not like the fraud that the Lori Laughlin one is to me. Like, yeah. I mean, it's I'm not cheating. Like, I'm not, I'm not giving. Like, I'm not giving Felicity a path. I mean, a pass. But I definitely do think Lori Laughlin, for some reason, hers feels like the more, even more egregious. It really of the is, two. though. It even is. though I both think the they're whole both situation, wrong. Like, yeah, I'm not saying Felicity is innocent, and and she's not even saying it. Right. But that I think makes a difference too. Like she's like fucking give me. My punishment, like yeah. I don't know, yeah. Uh, and I'm not like a fan of hers or anything like that. I I'm just like I like how she's handled it more. Yeah, I think. I'm a fan of William H Macy. Oh, though. I am too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Okay. It sucks. Yeah, it does. It, the whole thing sucks for many different reasons, and we don't have to get in our soapbox. Also, they don't even fucking need to go to school. They can just be rich. <laughs> Look, it's it's all absurd. It's, it's absurd. all around okay. all absurd. Okay, now here's some news that is very relevant to my interests. This was reported yesterday in page six. Uh, What day is it today? Oh, is today the 15th? Today's the 15th. Okay, so this was yesterday reported in page six. Andrew Cuomo and Sandra Lee are living apart amid breakup rumors. Governor Andrew Cuomo and his longtime girlfriend, TV chef, Sandra Lee. Chef. Very bold (laughs) calling her a chef. That's very bold are no longer living together, sources told The Post, amid rumors that the couple have split up. The pair have been living separate lives for a while, with Lee spending her time either at her Battery Park City pad in Manhattan or in California, while Cuomo is hunkering down at the executive mansion in Albany, sources said. These people have way too much money. He is probably um, emotionally abusive to me. That's really? my hot take. Wow. Doesn't he seem like an asshole? Is that slander to say that? Uh, it's allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not saying he's doing it. I'm saying he seems like the type who would be like really controlling and mean to her, which is actually in my as – my, as I'm speaking, my wheels are going in my mind, and I'm like starting to have sympathy for her. Well, you should, Desi, because I didn't bring this up on the Food Network episode because uh, I had other stuff to talk about, but – I actually want to read her biography, her autobiography, because, um, or her memoir or whatever, because she had a pretty fucking gnarly childhood. That's why she drinks a lot. (laughs) (laughs) I get it. (laughs) Look, she had a gnarly, and like she comes from like a working class background. Like that's not why it was gnarly, but she had like a super abusive stepdad who like uh, went to jail for raping the sister or something like that. Like something crazy like that. Yeah, and she would get beat all the time. Dude, we need a Sandra Lee episode. I know, we should. Uh, anyway, I do. So I feel like I'm team Sandra here. I'm team Sandra in this relationship. For sure. But it's always been a weird relationship. Now the couple is vehemently denying that they are separating. Like that's never happened before a celebrity breakup. They always are like, we love each other very much. We're just taking some time. They're they're just saying that this is all false, completely false. I mean, it could be true because a lot of times these couples do just live separate lives in many ways. Do you know right. what I mean? Like, because they are busy. He's stuck there. She wants to go about and cook fucking frosting shit. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, she, uh, Sandra Lee posted on Facebook. She said, rumor mills abound. Page six, knock it off. Ooh. And that she hasn't been local because she's been busy helping take care of a sick uncle. Oh. So, <laughs> look, we don't know. What is she doing now? Does she still have a show? 
No. Oh, okay. I don't I even think know. she just like sells books and stuff yeah. now. Okay. And just whatever. Anyway, so that's what's going on in Sandra Lee world. Okay. Now, this next story is not Hollywood related at all or even an update to any true crime story, but I told Desi I was going to include this story because I didn't I just had to report it on the show. Okay. It's just ridiculous. I saw the headline, I was like, "Wow." Okay. So this is from nbcwashington.com. Woman arrested after trespassing at CIA three days in a row asking for agent penis. (laughs) Already this woman is my fucking hero. (laughs) Police have filed... I am my mind is reeling at what what led her to this point. And I have thoughts. Three days in a row she was trespassing. You know she met someone at a bar who was like, I'm Agent Penis. And he like gave her the wrong phone number. She keeps showing up. He's like, Yeah, I'm a CIA agent. Agent um penis. She was drunk. Police have filed a criminal complaint against a woman after she allegedly trespassed on CIA's headquarters four times since April 22nd, once asking to speak with Agent Penis. (laughs) The woman, 58-year-old Jennifer G. Hernandez, had attempted to enter the agency three days in a row on May 1st, 2nd, and 3rd on April 22nd. Cases, uh, case files allege that Hernandez walked into CIA headquarters through the main vehicle entrance. She was stopped by a CIA police officer. She said that she had applied for employment at the agency and that her recruiter had told her to come to the complex. One of the, once the police officer determined that Hernandez had no official business with the CIA, they told her she could be charged with trespassing and told her to leave, which she did. Then on May 1st, Hernandez returned via lift. Uh, and again, she was trying to see her recruiter. Officers issued a written warrant and turned her away. On May 2nd, Hernandez came back in an Uber. CAA officers alleged that Hernandez, quote, stated that she wanted to speak to her recruiter and that she knew to come here because her phone was off. Officers interviewed her and told her to leave. Finally, on May 3rd, Hernandez showed up asking for her North Carolina ID card, which officers had unintentionally kept in storage. She also asked to, quote, speak to, (laughs) speak to agent penis. (laughs) After being provided with her ID card, Hernandez told officers she would leave the agency by bus. When her bus arrived, however, she told officers waiting with her, do you really think I'm going to leave? After declining to board the bus, Hernandez was arrested. Hernandez was charged with a Class B misdemeanor offense. She's currently being held in Alexandria City Jail. Honestly, free her. Who's Agent Penis? <laughs> That's what I want to know. I'm dying to know who Agent Penis Like, were they like, oh, do you mean Officer Penice? <laughs> like, all, you, she has to really believe there's an Agent Penis. I know. Because you can't say that with a straight face if you're joking. <laughs> like, no. there's no way you're being a shit kicker. And you can say with a straight face, let me speak to Agent Penis, and then I'll leave. (laughs) There's no way, right? Look, sometimes... She believes there's an Agent Penis. (laughs) I do, too. Someone told her their name was Agent Penis. And he was like, it's an unusual name. I get it all the time. (laughs) So she came in thinking... There was an Agent... Okay, Look, I need an update on this. Story. I do too, and I uh, pers- and I need it to be good. Personally, I'm absolutely team Jennifer G. Hernandez. It's harmless. It's, it's a harmless. harmless crime. I'm sure the CIA can fucking handle themselves. Right. Okay. Absolutely. Fucking 
quipping crybabies. Yeah. She just wants to talk to Agent Penis. <laughs> Seriously? Fucking... And how are you not interested? Yeah. <laughs> That's a job for the CIA. I mean, exactly. What's your, what's good is your fucking spying skills if right. you can't figure out this mystery? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, and my last piece of uh, news this week is that Bobby Flay made Polenta on his Instagram story today, and it looked really good. Ooh, I love Polenta. He he made Polenta with mascarpone cheese mm-hmm. and Parmesan cheese stirred in, mm-hmm. and then he topped it with a poached egg and bacon. Whoa. And it was, like, such a good-looking breakfast. Much better than Sandra Lee's white chocolate polenta. <laughs> I'm guessing. Yes, much better. Ooh, that sounds and good. he was like narrating the whole thing. It was really erotic for me. Honestly, I will always eat something with mascarpone. Me Don't too. Don't get any ideas, guys. <laughs> no, I'm dead serious. I love it so much. If I see that on the menu, especially in a dessert, I'm ordering it. It's so good, especially like a frosting that's <sighs> made with mascarpone. Oh my God, it's so I'm good. so hungry me right too. now. Do you have any TV or book, movie stuff you watched this week you want to talk about? Not really, but I am watching Deadwood because I okay. want to I I watch it. I need to know about this because you've been <laughs> tweeting about fucking Deadwood. What is Deadwood? Is that like a cowboy it's show? It's kind of like a Western or like um, uh, like a gold mining town now, type it, thing. Like, it it's like, it literally has like Calamity Jane and Wild Bill Hickok. Hickok in it. Yeah. Uh, and then it has, um, I'll tell you, I'm only on the second season. There's only three seasons, but I'm trying to watch it so I can watch the movie with my friend that's coming out at the end of the month. And he, of course, Oh, so that's why he's tweeting about it also. Yeah. So he like got through three seasons in fucking a day because he has no life. (laughs) And I'm like fucking trying to get through it. We like watched the first one together. Um, it's good. Like, um, I don't know. I recommend it. Yeah. It's good. But is it like drama? Will I like it's it? It's a drama and it is funny. Like I mean like soap opera drama. That's what I want. Yeah, I think you would like it. Okay. I think you would like it. The 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 acting and stuff is a bit there is like a little bit of an oldie timey thing to it that you get used to, I think. Yeah. At some point. Because the acting is pretty good. The lead is very good. It's very filthy Rachel. So oh, you well, will that's be perfect. Why didn't it is you literally say that? like cocksucker, like every fucking word. That's great. Season two has like a little bit of a serial killer storyline. So they're <sighs> in a western town with that aspect. I love of it. it. I would watch it. It's like a short show. You know, it's like the 12 episodes per season and there's only three seasons. So if you want to, um, I mean, it's been, it's been so long. Most people have watched it, but I am watching that, uh, and I am enjoying it. The other show I'm watching, it's not really true crime. It's called better things. Uh, and that's an FX show and I like it. It's on Hulu. It's with Pamela Adlon. It's about a mom in LA who's an actress and it's just a very realistic kind of comedy. Right. It's not sitcom, but it's just slice of life kind of thing. Yeah. So that's what I'm watching. Not really horror or crime or anything like that really. Yeah. Oh, and, oh my God, I forgot to tell you this. This you will love. Okay. Okay. Fosse Verdon. You have to watch that show. I I'm telling everyone to watch this. forgetting that it's on. Okay. I'm like, I'm not, I'm, I missed yesterday's episode. It's so good. Like, it's so bad in a way, but yeah. it's so good. <laughs> like, I, mean, I can't Ryan stop. Murphy. It's It's Ryan Murphy and I, I have long stated that I always have problems with his things. It's like everything he does is a topic that I am interested in. Oh yeah. And it's more the execution sometimes doesn't work for me. Uh, this might be my favorite thing that he's done. And that's coming off the idea that I don't love everything he's done. Like, right. I like this. Michelle Williams is in it. Sam Rockwell is in it. So I recommend it. If you like old Hollywood, it's like seventies. There's like Neil Simon is in it and Patty Chayefsky. Like it has all those like 
like those like kind of cameo appearances where you're like, oh my God, it's Neil Simon, like that kind of shit. (laughs) Yeah. And then it's also set in the world of musical theater. There's like a Liza Minnelli storyline when he's filming Cabaret. Who plays Liza Minnelli? Uh, Someone I never heard of. Like, I don't know who it is. Uh, but she's fine. Yeah. Um, so if you like that kind of old Hollywood behind the scenes and then the relationship between the two leads is really good, uh, I recommend it. Okay. It's I'll definitely check it good. Out. Yeah. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm the queen of starting a free trial offer and forgetting to cancel it, oftentimes being charged for months for something I'm not even using. If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes, but let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I had and all the money I was wasting. With Rocket Money, I can see all of my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, I can cancel it with a tap. I never have to get on the phone with customer service. They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple of months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill, and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. It's definitely saved me money and now I can use that money to waste on things I do want. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. That's rocketmoney.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. Rakuten's Big Give Week is back with 15% cash back. It's a festival of savings with big cash back at hundreds of stores. Don't miss headliners like Canon, Fenty Beauty, and Dyson. I can't wait to shop for all of my summer fashion and beauty needs, and we'll definitely be checking out Ulta and Adidas. Rakuten really is the best way to shop. You can really save by stacking cash back on top of other deals. And during Big Give Week, the cash back is bigger than ever. It's the time to shop for everything you need for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. Membership is free, and it's all happening May 6th to May 13th. Join today for free and get an extra 10% cash back boost on top of Big Give Week cashback rates, go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app today. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Rakuten is the shopping platform to save while shopping. The show that I'm currently watching, The Walking Dead. Now, I know it, this is like very 2011 of me, but well, I never... my dad would too. Look, I never watched The Walking Dead and... I, it was one of those shows where I kind of just was like, oh, I won't like it. Like, right. I was like, at that point in time, it was like peak zombie saturation. Yeah. And yeah. I was like done with zombies. Like the kind of, and also the kind of zombies I was more into was like Night of the Living Dead. Right. Zombies like coming out of graves, not like biohazard zombies. Yeah. 
with like in like the future, I guess. Right. Like I wasn't into like apocalypse zombies as much as I wasn't. I don't know. So uh, I started watching it a few weeks ago, and it's really good. I'm really into it. I mean, it's not like Game of Thrones, obviously, but it uh, there are some really good moments on it. Uh, if you haven't seen it yet, I mean, it's all there on Netflix to binge. It's definitely like a bingeable show. I mean, I told you I watched like the first four or five seasons. Yeah. And then I just kind of bailed. I'm like... you. I, I don't know where you are. I'm at the end of season four right now, and a character I really loved died last night. Okay. As I was watching the show, and I like almost started crying. Oh, really? I was going to have to get the scoop afterwards. I was really fucking upset. Yeah. I think I think it's good, and I just definitely was like, at some point, I just didn't care. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see what happens with you. I mean, it is kind of interesting, like, bin- like watching that show in, like, a binge format because it's so bleak. It's just nonstop bleak. Right. So I do kind of get exhausted after a while because it's right. I don't have, like, a week to, like, buffer that. It's just, like, I'm just, like, watching, like, yeah. hours of this, like, horrible, no, bleak thing. No, binging is definitely a different experience. Yeah. For sure. Absolutely. No, but I am enjoying it, and I think Norman Reedus is uh, really good. He's, and, ho- he's so hot. And he's so hot. Like, he's really hot. And who else do I really like on it? Um, I mean, everyone's, like, good on it, pretty no, much. it's good. Yeah. They're all good. It's really mm-hmm. good. Um, okay. So let's uh, give a shout-out to our listener, Gina. Hey, Gina. Hey, Gina. <laughs> uh, Gina sent us a message that she was sending us a book, and then it turned out it was written by her. I know. Like, I had no idea. I thought she was just, like, sending us crime books or something. Like, But she wrote a book. Her name is Gina Jestat which is J-E-S-T-A-D-T. And I haven't read it yet. Have you read it? No, not yet. I just haven't had a chance to. But it's called Fuck You Next. And the the fuck has an asterisk in it because obviously. Right. <laughs> and it's how to overcome heartbreak. And I guess it's like a kind of self-help, but like funny. And she's like a funny, dirty girl like us. So I'm kind of excited to check I'm it out. I'm excited to check it out. So it looks yeah, really good. So if you want to... If you want to read a book like that, check it out. I think you can get it on Amazon because she sent it to us from Amazon. Yeah. So, yeah. And then I also wanted to give a shout out. We forgot to do this uh, last week to Kristen Liu Wong. Yes. She's an amazing artist in Los Angeles. Yeah. And she is a listener of the show. And she sent us these really fucking cool prints and stickers and that are just like, check out her art. She has an Instagram. It's so good. Um, We'll post up a story on Instagram showing the print and stuff. But you can follow her there. Her art is really fucking cool. It's so good. Yeah. It's amazing. I I, When I see her in the feed now, because I followed her, I'm like always excited. I'm like, that's Kristen Liu Wong. I really am. Whenever I see her, I'm like, I recognize her work now. Yeah. I'm like an art connoisseur. Let's move on to our listener questions. All right. This is from Nikki. She had a few questions. Okay. Well, the first one she wants to know is the backstory on how we met. Okay. I think we've ex- we've talked about this a few times. So we'll just give a brush up for those of you who don't right. remember how we met. Uh, we definitely... You know what? I don't think... I think we only started following each other on Twitter that night after the meetup. Right. That's when we started following each other. It was like 2014. Desi and I were at what they used to call tweet-ups. Look, that's what they were called. We're ashamed. We're ashamed. It's really (laughs) fucking stupid. But, like, all these people from Twitter used to, like, meet up in person, usually at Cat and Fiddle in Hollywood when it was still around, and just hang out and, like, see what everyone looked like and what they were like That was the first one I ever went to. Was it? Yeah. I never had gone to one before. And even that night, I was sitting there texting my friend, Sean, and he's like, where are you going? And I was like, I don't know. Like... (laughs) And I was texting him there. I'm like, everyone sucks. <laughs> I was like ragging the 
whole time I'm like please tell me to leave like tell me to come over like get right. me out of here like I would always go because they would always be in Hollywood at Cat and Fiddle and I live in Hollywood so I'd right. always end up going yeah. and like I would always and like my friend Evan Kessler would always text me he'd be like oh are you going to the tweet up I think be there like, was I one guess. person I kind of knew more and she was like come please come so yeah. I kind of did that's why I finally did so Desi was there and you were actually like on your way out like when I got there right and um we just introduced each other and we're like oh I'll follow you on Twitter okay I'll follow yeah. you on Twitter uh-huh. and then we followed each other for a minute and realized oh my god we have like such a similar brand yeah of like tweets on Twitter and then one day or one night Desi messaged me it was pretty out of the blue and you were like are you going to this party? I, I, I'm going and I can give you a ride like because I'm coming from the east side and this party was in Santa Monica, which if you're not familiar with LA geography, that's like... Really it, far. We get to this party. We open... We're like, is this it? Is this it? We open the door to this house and this gigantic fucking dog just busts out through the door <laughs> and charges us and starts running down the street and we're like, uh... Hello? Uh, hello? We're like, Everyone was upstairs, and this was like the downstairs it entryway. It was like a basement. And there was no sign like beware, like watch out for the dog or don't let the dog out or anything. It wasn't like locked up. No. Yeah. And so we chased this dog down the street for like four blocks. And LA blocks are very long. Yeah. Okay. And we were both wearing heels that it night. It was so irritating. It was irritating because like we're like, well, we, we actually left the, we went back inside without the dog because we couldn't get the fucking dog. Because it disappeared. Yeah. It was like running so fucking fast. And we were like, what do we do? We don't know this person. We didn't even know the person whose house it was. I can't believe we just didn't let leave. <laughs> like quite honestly, like <laughs> I, I was too. just like, let's just go. Right. So we get to the house and, um, there's like all this food there that for some reason no one's eating. So Desi and I are just eating the food all like, night. You, your dog ran out. Give me some cherry pie. Yeah, there was like cherry pie or something and there. Like ribs and barbecue. Yeah, it was like yeah. this really good barbecue, and like no one was eating. We're like, no one's eating. Fine, we'll eat right. it. And so like, we just ate so much, and, we and just, then we left. And then we left. <laughs> and then uh, Desi ended up getting me a job, and I worked uh, f- like for Desi for a minute, and we just became like really close friends. And then we started a podcast together, and the rest is history. And we start our first podcast, I should mention. Right. We had a like small time podcast that we did together for right. for a little bit. Yeah. So that's the story. Yeah. And then yeah. Okay. What's the next question? Okay. Oh yeah, that's right. Okay. <laughs> she she just thought she was telling me the story of how we met. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're actually recording. We're actually recording. <laughs> ah yes, oh, memories. Yes. <laughs> started to get kind of like misty eyed because I was like thinking about how, um, when my friend committed suicide in 2015, I'm sorry. sorry. Rachel's on her period. If you didn't know, I know (laughs) look, and my friend who is no longer with us would laugh at that, by the way, Desi picked me up every single day at my house for like two weeks straight and got me out of the house when I was like immobile. So that's why I got misty eyed. Anyway, uh, leading to our next question, perfect segue. Do you two ever argue? What's the? I saw that question and I was like, we actually never have we argued. Don't we've snapped at each other when we're hungry? Yes, that's like it. Like right. Rachel will say to me, like, look, I'm hungry. I remember you said that to me like last week. Yes. I was like being like snippy and you're like look i'm hungry too (laughs) and i was like okay i knew i knew exactly what it was i was like both of us are hungry (laughs) we're frustrated we're really frustrated we don't like we're pretty agreeable with each other and we don't 
fight with each other about stuff and we're like if we're irritated with each other it never lasts for more than like an hour i think because we both call it out immediately like yeah we have a pretty honest relationship with each other and we also have like talked to each other like if you're annoyed with me about something like say be honest tell me like and we'll fix it to be honest i don't really fight with people uh in general not just you like i do get things and certain people i will keep things bottled up and that's always my fault in my opinion like i should just say something and a lot of times it ends up being me building something up. Right. So I do try to say things right away because I know right. they're stupid. Like, right. I know that this is probably like, yeah, but I, I was like, I can't remember ever having a fight with you. No, we've never like called each other mean things or no. said mean things to each other. It's honestly, even though I am a huge bitch, it's not really my nature. I don't yeah. fight with people. I don't like fighting with people. They're probably not in my life if, right. I, if they bring that out in me. Right. Like, so yeah. Yeah. And I, yeah, that's really it is like when both of us are hungry, We'll say something. We're literally the Snickers commercial. We like, are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then we eat something and then it's like this embarrassing like, hey. I mean, we also both, I think, let things go. Even yeah. if we were annoyed about something, it's like once it's done, I don't fucking care about it anymore. I don't think about it I anymore. I don't hold on to yeah. it either. Yeah. Okay. Um, and uh, Nikki's other question, are ghost stories from LA too lame to cover? Absolutely fucking not. Right. Uh, we've covered some, we have done a few episodes on haunted LA stuff, but I realized that those are, um, bonus episodes. They're on our Patreon. Patreon? We didn't do like a comedy store. That wasn't like a main, that was a Patreon episode. I did two like extra long bonus episodes for okay. Halloween in like 2018 or we'll, 2017. We'll do one on yeah. the, the main show soon. I love haunted shit. Or we shit. could be on this type of show on the minisode. Right. Like some of the I stuff. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm all over haunted paranormal stuff. Um, yeah. So we've done that and uh, wondering if there are any ghost sightings at any of those locations. Yeah. There's LA uh, very haunted. We also did the... Didn't we do the Roosevelt or Elisa Lamb? Didn't that have some we haunting stuff Cecil. in it? We I did the Cecil. I feel like some of our episodes have a little bit of haunting. Yes, we did the yeah. Elisa Lamb and then we did the other hotel. Right. I forget the name of it now. I remember the one downtown. Yeah. Okay. This is from Mackenzie. How did you guys decide to do this podcast? I guess it was it was sort of a natural progression from our old podcast, which we weren't which was more of like a side thing we were doing is both of us were uh, freelance writers at the time. And that was like our main gig that we had. And then we had this little side podcast that we weren't doing for money or anything. It was just like for fun, I guess. And then that sort of petered out after doing it for like two years. And Desi came to me and she's like, okay, we have to like make a decision like make a decision if we want to get serious about podcasting or not, basically like, (laughs) and run it like an actual business because we shouldn't be doing, putting this work in for free. And that show wasn't even that much work to do that show. No, but it still was work because we had to book guests. We had guests on every week. So it was a lot of work and we weren't getting a return really on it. Yeah. So it was sort of like we were putting in this effort, not nearly as much effort than we do for this show, but it was still enough effort that we had to also we were good at it so we wanted to make it work right we were good at we were good at it and we had like a little tiny fan base that was like liked our rapport together so I think it was just like we had a conversation one day and we just decided let's get serious about it and what was our other favorite thing to talk about um true crime stuff right and like 
yeah, there's a million true crime podcasts out there, but not if you're a true crime fan. Right. We, we both listened to a ton of them and there was never enough for us. So even though we felt like there was a lot, we thought that we would have a different take. And then I think I had the idea to focus on Hollywood. Right. Because I feel like no one was really doing that kind of exclusive look. Right. Uh, So, and it sort of touched on both of us loved Hollywood Babylon and that kind of stuff. So yeah, that's kind of how it came about. Okay. And then Mackenzie also has a celebrity encounter story. My celebrity story is actually not someone I met, but let me explain. My parents are big mamas and papas fans, and one day they were driving in the car when my mom was pregnant with me, and they heard the song San Francisco. They remembered that the Phillips' daughter was named Mackenzie, and they decided that that would be a great name for me. All through the 90s, I thought that was so cool. I used to watch this kid's show called So Weird. I remember that show. It was on the Disney too, Channel. Yeah. Where Mackenzie Phillips played a rock star mom, and I felt so psyched. Then she published her memoir, High on Arrival, <laughs> <laughs> which is just a litany of misery. And in the book, we all found out that as a teenager, she got so messed up in LSD with her dad that they had sex. So that was all anyone could talk about. Maybe this is a lesson in naming your kid after living people. You never know what's going to come out. You know what? That is a really funny story. That's so funny. And it reminds me of the Daenerys, like people yeah. freaking out that they named their kid Daenerys or Khaleesi right. after last week's episode right. of Game of Thrones. Okay. And let's see. We also have uh, Amanda wrote us and she said, I am such a huge fan of both of you and the HCS podcast is my absolute favorite and I'm a podcast junkie. Thank you so much. That's so sweet. I feel like this celebrity encounter is right up your alley. I ran into Mary Kay Letourneau and (laughs) Vili Falau in 2008-ish at a New York Dolls concert in downtown Seattle. Amazing. Already that whole (laughs) sentence is fucking incredible. Yes. All right? Apparently, they they used to frequent this club. It was the weirdest thing ever. They came in with a huge posse who stood surrounding them. Don't you know who I am? I'm Mary Kay Letourneau. I fuck kids. (laughs) MK looked super uncomfortable. She was tiny and pretty, but you could tell she's done some time. But VF was partying hard, saw us looking at them, and ran over. Bear hugged us, which pissed MK off further. It was awkward as fuck. I am the same age as Billy, so I grew up knowing about their story and super surreal to run into and interact with them. Thanks for all the laughs and excellent storytelling. Amanda, P.S. I had to share a pic of my new kitten. Her new kitten is very cute. so cute, yeah. by the way. That's an amazing celebrity encounter. Like, that's right. the kind of celebrity encounter I fucking want. Me too. I want those type of I people. I want those ones too. Oh my God. That's incredible. Uh, this is from Christy. She, I think she wrote us last week. But I had to include this celebrity encounter that she sent us because it's absolutely fucking bonkers. Um, And I'm a fan of the person that she, (laughs) that this is like, she sent us. Okay. So glad you guys enjoyed my first celebrity encounter. That one brought a bit of shame to our household, but it pales in comparison to some of the shit my brother has done. My favorite being the time he attempted to meet Kelly Rowland. (laughs) We took a full family trip to Hawaii a few few years back and went to a luau, which Kelly Rowland happened to be at. My younger cousin, who was about 13 at the time, spotted Kelly, and she was nice enough to take a few photos with her, which she immediately brought back to the family to show off. My brother, who was 35, 6'4", and around 400 pounds with a beard at the time, think pre-weight loss Zach Galifianakis, but a foot taller, <laughs> loudly announces that he loves Kelly Rowland and started sprinting full speed at her screen. 
screaming, you're my favorite Destiny's child. <laughs> she had a small security detail or entourage with her. And it once... And all at once, they spear-tackled my brother into the sand. For some reason, my brother kept screaming, she's my favorite Destiny's child, <laughs> even when they pinned, pinned to the floor until my mom went over and kind of talked him out of the situation. I don't know why, but it didn't occur to him that a giant fucking man running full speed at a tiny woman is fucking terrifying. Super nice dude, just not the best at reading the room. <laughs> That is terror. That would look. Kelly had every right to be terrified of your I mean, brother. Come on, but that is a that hilarious is, story. And that is it's that ridiculous. really his favorite Destiny's Child? Like, I'm just curious if because you know how sometimes you're like when you see a celebrity, you're like, that's my favorite one. You know what? <laughs> Des- Kelly was my favorite. Okay, she was my favorite. Um, I always felt bad for Michelle. Well, <laughs> she no was one, nobody's favorite. No one picks Michelle. No one picks Michelle. I saw her in The Color Purple. Yeah, Kelly was my favorite. Uh, like when Destiny's Child first broke out, definitely. I love Kelly. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't have her. a negative opinion of her. Yeah. Um, okay. And what did you eat this week? Well, I'm still on my diet and I'm doing very well. Thank you. <laughs> Despite Rachel eating fucking banana splits every time I come over. <laughs> uh, so one thing I had good this week was I make very good chicken Caesar salad. <laughs> really? Yeah. I've never it's heard so about fucking this. Good, so. That's what that's what I would recommend. Maybe I'll post the recipe in the Facebook group if you want to make it. Do you, you home make the Caesar dressing? I do. Okay, good. So it's very good. Good. And that's what I ate, and I ate steak, and sad salads galore. You're right, lots is. of sad salads. Um, oh, I make this dessert too, which is kind of low carb. It's called poussette. What? <laughs> it's really good because it's like all cream. That's when I knew I was in trouble because I took a swig of cream one day. I was what? so de- <laughs> I was so desperate for like dessert, yeah. you know, because I'm trying not to eat sugar. So just like took a swig of cream. Wow, that's I know a, it was fucking. That's hot. It was. It's kind of hot and kind of like really al- alcoholic behavior. Yeah, no, I <laughs> like, get it. Like an alcoholic dr- drinking like rubbing alcohol or something. It was just like you know how you're just like yeah. anything. Yeah. Give me some fucking right richness. No, I get it. I've done both of those things. So I took that cream right. and I made lemon poussette, which is very good. Ooh, lemon poussette. 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 <laughs> I. Uh, as soon as you left my house on Sunday night after we recorded our main show, I made another banana split immediately. Ugh, like it's could, honestly killing me. Like, like I think about it when I go home. I'm so fucking hungry. Like for a I couldn't split. wait for you to leave so I could eat my banana split Ugh. in peace. Yeah, I'm sorry. I love. I eating. knew you were on a diet. I love eating alone. I do too. It's <laughs> like my when I'm eating thing. disgustingly. Yeah. Like when people are always worried, like about their computer filming them naked or something. I'm like, I'm worried about sitting in front of my computer eating and someone seeing right. me eat like a fucking animal. Right. Like, that's my fear. Right. I don't me fucking too. care about the sexy stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I really want a banana split right now. Honestly. Yeah. I'm hormonal. I've been hormonal all week. So. Well, you should. You should have it because you're almost going to run out soon probably. Yeah. Is that it for you? Once you run out of the, the toppings and fixings you have now, you're done with banana splits yeah, for a while? Yeah, done. Okay. Famous last words, yeah. right? That's what I used to say about cocaine. <laughs> Never worked. <laughs> <laughs> Once I'm done with this, it's over. At least you won't be like sucking dick. <laughs> That's true. That's Look. true. Look. So- I'm also very conscious now that my dad listens to the show every oh, week. Okay. Look, I'm not going to. I mean, s- she didn't do that. You know what? Gary. <laughs> you know what? Gary, I'm not, lo- Gary loves me. I'm not going to, I'm not going to censor myself for my dad. He, okay. He, look, he you know made what? you. He He's kno- responsible for all your actions. He, <laughs> he knows 
I went to two different rehabs before I was 21. He's not naive. No. He, he lived through the 60s. Come on. Come on. He has his own things. Yeah. <laughs> he has no room to judge. My dad has <laughs> stories from his days touring with rock bands that you would not believe. Well, we'll have I'm him sure. on as a guest I would next love time to, he's in town. He needs to come on as a guest yeah. for sure. Okay. Okay, cool. Bye. All right, bye.